Hey, hey everyone. Uh, before we begin, I just wanted to uh, make a little announcement about this movie. Uh, it's a particularly... Um, hmm, it's a unique movie, and we all really liked it a lot. And I just wanted to say that we just strongly recommend watching this movie before going through this episode. Uh, as you know, if you're a regular listener, uh, we spoil the heck out of every movie that we cover. Um, so we just wanted to make that kind of just a special warning for this movie. Because, um, yeah, we spoil the heck out of it. And, um, yeah, it would ruin it if you really were planning to see it. So, um, yeah, just a heads up. Uh, go see Annihilation. Then listen to this. Bye. on and sit down and watch this with me you know you want to watch it and i want you to watch it too come on just how much it's killing me like <laughs> jesus i i definitely like walked to that movie like i need a drink and probably like some therapy <laughs> yeah that was a ride you guys it's really good it's really fun it's yeah it's definitely like worth like the build-up of like 10 years it it pays off i i read there was a i read a title of a review that was like uh it's like Infinity War just introduces characters without showing you how they got there, and it's like, it was like yeah, one, of the, the one of the comments like, is like, "Yeah, I love opening my Jane Austen book to page 400. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was like the New Yorker, like someone in the New Yorker wrote that. Like, oh, yeah. I didn't see the other eighteen movies, so now <laughs> walking into this one, I'm totally lost. Which I understand, like the whole concept of like a movie critic, where it's like uh, sequels have to be able to stand alone. You know, I understand it, but I don't agree with it. Not yeah. when it's like intentionally like building like it's not like they like haven't been advertising this right. as like as the, an entire universe that's yeah, going like to culminate the, into right, this at one point like of, every fucking after credit scene it's, every fucking right. like it's Infinity different. Stone that's been in yeah. these movies like it's been like very clearly like telling you we're and, building up to something bigger right. and, and, like furthermore like that school of thought like in, you know it it holds onto the sizzle reel and. Do we really need that anymore? Yeah. You know? Well, and also it's about as easy as going onto YouTube and finding there's like a 17 minute video where someone literally like yeah. Yeah, well, breaks down like everything, everything up to into know. Infinity War. Yeah. Like yeah. 17 minutes if you really don't want to go back yeah. and watch them, which For I can sure. understand if you're like not been into Marvel movies all yeah. this time. Yeah, and I can like, totally see not wanting yeah. to watch all of them. Yeah. <laughs> I'd happen to bet that that is available for any series that you want to get into. Yeah. yeah. But don't want to revisit everything. <laughs> all right, are we ready, guys? Oh, yeah. we're ready, Because... <laughs> Wow. <laughs> yeah. Hey. This, this needs some talking about. Yeah. Uh, hey, everyone. Um, uh, welcome to I Want You to Watch This. I am your host, Dennis, um, as always. And I am joined by my two uh, shimmery co-hosts. <laughs> see what I did there? I, I, Colin I and Craig. Get it? I, I, I got it. Yeah. yeah. I got it. How are I you guys? Up on it. 
just a little bit. Uh, I'm doing all right, you know, doing just right? like slowly morphing from the inside. As yeah, speak. yeah. I'm, I'm pretty good. Like my hand is like the lines on it are moving around and yeah, yeah I can feel my intestines like shifting within myself. Good. So you're good. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Yeah. yeah. Pretty, I, pretty average for being in the shimmer. I think I'm me, but I also might be a mirror me. So yeah. You also just... might be like an alien clone of yourself, question mark? Maybe. Yeah. With no real motive. Um... We did Annihilation. <laughs> uh, if you haven't seen this movie, uh, I mean, all of our episodes are spoilers. Just we, you know, we spoil the hell out of all the movies we cover. That's just what this podcast is. But this movie, I feel, kind of falls into the category of, hey, if you wanted to see this movie, go see it. Then listen to this episode. You should maybe put that ahead of the episode too, since we just kind of spoiled a major plot point in that little. Yeah, thing yeah, kind of. Kinda. I mean, just saying, you know. Yeah, kind of. I mean, this movie, it's well, like, 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 like any it, then... like any Alex Garland movie, the ending is left really ambiguous. So it's like maybe that's what's happened. I mean, it's pretty clear for at least one of them. So let, let's yeah. let's get so right. Yeah. So annihilation, annihilation. <laughs> so, so this is what this is. So many movies. I, I was trying to keep track. This is so. This is there's a um, this is a what action arrival. This is um, uh, what this else? This is thriller arrival, too. This I is mean, thriller yeah. arrival. This is 2001 Space Odyssey for the 21st century. Yeah, this it's got, is it's actually honestly got like a little bit of uh, the girl with all the gifts. I don't yeah. know if either of you I, read I haven't that seen book that, or I've seen the movie. Bit. Yeah, um. I have done both, and I recommend just reading the book and not seeing the movie. But mm. <laughs> this is this is um, Stranger Things for biologists. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so it's a little bit of like what dreams may come to. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. So and I I can, uh, okay. So should we set it up? Yeah. Right. I, so so asteroid hits three years before this movie starts. Um, doesn't really give a year. Uh, it's current. Is you know, it's not a period piece by any means. Uh, asteroid hits like an area. Was it South Carolina? Is where they're at. Coastline, South Carolina. I want to say East Coast somewhere. I don't. Somewhere on the East Coast. Yeah, somewhere on the East really Coast. Specify. It strikes a lighthouse. Um, fast forward three years. <clears throat> um, our main character, played by Natalie Portman, um, her uh, husband had been missing for over a year, and um, one day he shows up. And he's not himself, like, by, you know, he's really not behaving correct. He's rushed to the hospital because he's not feeling well, uh, which throws her into, like, a quarantine situation, um, which introduces her to this, like, the fallout of this asteroid that struck uh, three years prior, which is, like, this area has been now, like, covered in this thing that they call the Shimmer. And it's been reported that her husband went missing on a mission into the Shimmer because... Uh, side note: Both her, her both her, her husband and herself are have a background in the military, um, and so they really don't know what's in there. They just know they send people in there, and people don't come out. Uh, they've been like you know doing like you know radio readings and like electromagnetic readings on it, and they can't figure out what the fuck. Um, no visuals going in and out of it. Um, really, just a giant mystery. And yeah. so then, what? Like a team led by the psychologist of like yeah, the... a team led by the psychologist who's like running the whole facility. Yeah, Doctor Ventress, who yeah. I thought was uh, Kira Cedric for a second, but no, it's actually Jennifer, Jennifer Jason, Jason Lee. Lee. Oh, I thought Je it was Jennifer. <laughs> like, we'll get back to the synopsis in a minute, but Jennifer Jason Lee giving the flattest performance I believe I've seen from any living actor. She's <laughs> doing Calculon from Futurama with all the dramatic. <laughs> like, pause <laughs> yeah but she's not emoting at all this is just like no. she's pausing a lot and she's just she's so 
flat. She's a wood. She's, she's a wood door. Thing. Yeah. yeah, and like, and I was expecting it to pay off, but it it, it don't uh, really. It was a choice. Like she, it was like, a. She's making choices. <laughs> but but it, it just kept like I kept so noticing it through the entire film. Right. Yeah. Well, I think it's supposed to be like you know she's kind of at this point given up on life because she knows that she's going to die of cancer, and so she has decided that at the very least, like she needs to like find out what's inside of this place yeah. like so she right. she decides after three years of like sitting on the sidelines and sending other people into uh you know this the shimmer she's decided that you know she's about to die at this point and so she wants to make the trek in to you know make the final push to see if they can actually get something and previously they had been sending in military units and this time they're sending in uh, uh a team of scientists yeah a team of scientists so we've got um, Tessa Thompson as Josie Raddick, and she's our physicist. We've got Gina Rodriguez as Anya Thornson, who is a paramedic. Uh, and then Cass Shepard, who is, um, I'm forgetting what her specialty is. I forgot what her job is, but Natalie Portman um, is the biologist. But Natalie Portman biologist. is a biologist, yeah. And she's she was not a initially. Shepard was a physicist. Uh, right? No, that was Josie. Oh, that okay. was, yeah, that was Tessa Thompson's character. Oh, as a right. Physicist. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so they all end up going in. Uh, or they're planning on going in and Natalie Portman after being like taken to this black site essentially is uh, decides to go in because her husband is sick and she wants to find answers for him uh, which we find out has a little bit of like a guilt trip component to it throughout this movie so I want to talk about uh, here I want to talk about how awesome this movie handles exposition like it really doesn't hold your hand on anything it really like respects you as an audience member where like like well like the cancer reveal for instance of uh, dr what's her name again uh dr ventress ventress um it's never blatantly said you kind of have an idea because she's like this isn't a suicide mission in the tone of voice that it's clearly a suicide mission you know <laughs> and then like later on it's just put out that like yeah she had cancer and it's like yeah 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 i assumed as much you know? yeah but nicole natalie portman says you know um, and there's there's another interest the 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 affair that's unraveled. Yeah, the, the affair is why Oscar Isaac went on the suicide right, mission. Yeah, because yeah. he found out about the affair, <clears throat> which they don't show at all. It's just talked about. No, I mean, I mean, they show them like you know in the middle of like getting down in a couple. And of, they like, show that scenes. in like a few like there's a flashback where we show that Natalie Portman was having sex with the other professor. Oh yeah, yeah they show those parts, but they yeah. don't show like a conversation that like oh, that they Natalie know, Portman yeah. has with Oscar Isaacs about No, like, it's just that she has a conversation with um, the other professor where she says like, oh, he knows. Like, right. I know that he knows. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so it's that's kind of like his motivation for going in the first place and then her motivation when he comes back sick is to go and find answers to try and figure out what's going on with him. And we essentially go in, and as we're going through, we notice that um, all of these, like, things are mutating. Um, you know, like, Lena, who's Natalie Portman's character, uh, notices, like, you know, like, multiple flowers of different species are, like, growing on the same branches. Uh, and then they, like, encounter, like, a crocodile that has, like... That's been mutated like, yeah, and has shark's teeth growing of, yeah. within it. 
Um, yeah, it sounds like it has like teeth of like a shark inside of an alligator. Um, and then like the I, I, my favorite part was like the uh, the plants reflect refracting and growing like humans because they got um, uh, hox genes yeah. re- reflected in them. And hox genes or hox humans genes is what determines which cell is going to be which. It's like it's like proto uh, stem cells kind <laughs> of. It's like it's like this cell is going to be a, you know going to turn into a finger, whereas this cell is going to turn into a tail. You know, and so like these plants have grown into people. They like well not people but like shapes. Yeah. yeah and so they have like limbs and stuff and such cool visuals you know yeah, um, this movie is gorgeous and so neat and um like uh just like uh, uh, yeah well so yeah well, <laughs> so what? We, we discover that the um everything within the shimmer is refracted it's like it's not that the radio beams and stuff like are being blocked by it's that everything's being scrambled and refracted and that's happening to like everything's dna Right. Yeah. All the DNA is getting refracted inside of the shimmer. Right. Yeah. So we get like, yeah, these, these like, yeah, prisms of DNA that, you know, create, you know, these deers that have like actual like branches and flowers right. as yeah. antlers. And, and yeah, again, like the plants that are growing into the shape and form of, of like humans, human figures. Yeah. It's such a cool concept to me because like, I mean, light holds the properties of both being energy and physical, right? Like it's both a it's both a, a wavelength and a particle at the same time, which is like one of the weird things of quantum mechanics that I don't fucking understand and will never get into. <laughs> um, but they're using just that little vignette of information and re- and applying it to a really cool concept where it's like, hey, what if what if you know everything was refracted like light? You know, yeah. whereas like light is both physical and energy. What if everything was was treated that way in this prism you know and i think you really get that at the end especially when you see like these like glass trees growing Mm -hmm. because you know like sand doesn't have dna but like its properties are like refracted into the dna of like these plants and then they become these glass plants and so it's like yeah like literally everything within this like area is like and it's like things with like uh like memories and like personalities mm-hmm. because like we see their like minds deteriorating and we get into like yeah they lose very, like all like, sense of time yeah and, like they in they're like disoriented and their compasses won't work and like it, like right from the beginning even when like Oscar Isaac first comes out of it like he doesn't know where he is he doesn't know like how much time has passed like he doesn't know like he can't remember anything right yeah. And we're also, um, you know, getting a little bit of exposition on the outside of this movie as, um, you know, pretty much the movie is being told by Natalie Portman's character being interrogated. Right. Uh, well, being by, like debriefed. Well, yeah, yeah. Um, as far as like what happened on this mission. And so, you know, like they ask at the beginning, like, you know, how did you survive all this time? Like on, you know, I think it was like two weeks of rations. And she was like well, like, how long were we in there for? And they're like, you were in there for four months. And right. she, like, never, like, didn't even know how long they were in there until she's told that at this point in the movie, which right. is, like, after it's all gone down. Yeah, so so real quick, they go in, team of, uh, what, five women? Five, yeah. Um, they go in, one by one, they're taken out, pretty much. You know, it's like, uh, there's this, uh, I like to call it a memory bear. Um. <laughs> <laughs> well, so, yeah. So, yeah, Cass is, like, the first one to go down, like, as they're at camp, and yeah, she gets taken out by this bear and we come back later in the movie and they like, they're all like 
starting to like really deteriorate and um it's, it's such a fucked up idea and Gino, this, yeah his bear and, like acquired like the the last like memories or like the last like things of the people that it like killed last and yeah. so when it when they come across this bear again it's shouting like the voice of the last thing that it killed like their last uh, teammate shepherd yeah and so they hear it like like the cries of shepherd's death thralls and so like the next person, Tessa Thompson's character, runs out and gets uh, Gina Rodriguez. Gina Rodriguez. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it was so dark, I couldn't. <laughs> so yeah, Gina Rodriguez yeah, goes out because at this point she's like, she's starting to like go crazy and she's yeah. like tie them all up to chairs and like she like hears this screaming after um, Natalie Portman has told them that Cassie died and this is also the moment when it's revealed because when they first go in. Natalie Portman doesn't tell them that Oscar Isaac is her husband. Right. And so this is like revealed where like Gina Rodriguez discovers this and like this is a huge lie that she's told. And now all of a sudden they're hearing Cass's voice like screaming for help. And so yeah, Gina Rodriguez like goes all gung ho and like jumps out. And then we get into the like one of the fucking craziest like scenes. Like I totally saw you like next to me in the theater, just like, oh, <laughs> like yeah. It, it was as fun to watch this movie as it was to watch Dennis watch this movie. <laughs> you see him like his hands like go up to his face and just like him like clenching with all of like you just see so much like anxiety. Yeah. Well, because I mean like that bear like rips her jaw off. Like oh yeah, no, like, it, it goes straight up Revenant in this yeah. movie. It's like it's crazy sci-fi Revenant. I mean, I'm telling you, this movie has everything. It's great. Like, it's totally our generation's space odyssey, I feel. Like, especially towards the end, you know? So, like, if we keep on straying away from wrapping yeah. up this movie. Like, so they keep on getting taken out one by one until it's basically just, like, Natalie Portman arrives at the lighthouse. And yeah. And she comes across, um, again, the name well, of the I saw, doctor. Yeah, so I, like, just, all right. Well, well, yeah, let's, let's take a bit of time because I feel like all of these characters are so well done. And oh yeah, so like essentially, like you know, after like right after the bear happens, like um, you know, Tessa Thompson that next morning is like, you know, like um, Ventress wants to confront this. You want to fight this? Like, I don't want to go either of those ways. And she pretty much just like gives herself up to it. Right. And like you can see her start to like grow. And she plants turns out into of her a body. tree. Yeah. yeah, and um, you know, one of the <clears throat> points of her character uh is that. Um, you know, she is like, you know, she like inflicts like self-harm on herself. Like she's like a cutter. Right. And, uh, and so it, it's really interesting to see her just kind of, um, because, um, I think it's Cass talks with, uh, with Lena before and says, you know, it's not her trying to kill herself. It's her trying to feel alive. Right. And so like for her to kind of like, just like give into this and like, essentially like knowing that it's not really like a death per se it's just kind of like a movement to a different place like because it's like a transformation right which is the core theme of this whole movie yeah. you know which is like we yeah. we inflict self-harm in order to feel life again yeah it's all about self-destruction well, right. self but also to transform because this whole movie is about transformation right yeah. it, the whole thing is about yeah rebirth is it about cancer as well? It might be about cancer. This movie might just be a whole thing about oncology. Well, because, I mean, it's like, you know, they're talking about, like, you know, the degradation of, like, human cells and, like, mutation and well, how... yeah, and that, that like, death is just the... is a side effect of, uh, of having telomeres. And once you remove telomeres, then you can inevitably live forever. So, like, is this... Like, there's so many visuals in this that's cancer and tumors that just drives... It's insane. Like, I'm, I'm telling you, just Google images of tumors and you'll see it... Through 
throughout this movie because it's like it's all about uh, metastasizing something like a lot of vascularization so there's like a lot of veins going to like a dead spot you know something yeah. that has been dying and it's it's in necrosis with like all of this growth around it but that and that image is throughout this movie yeah but i mean that's the thing too is like even like cancer is a form of life in and of itself and so like that's also what this movie goes into as far as like like when at, they're at the end and they're and they're saying you know um you know like is it like killing everything and she's like no it's not like killing it's transforming right. and so it's like Yes, it like you know, like in with like cancer, like it does like kill the host, but like even like those cells in them of themselves are still alive. Well, they're, like, they're alive. radically mutated. They're, they're, well, they're, and, they're, they're they're reproducing at such a rate that they're killing themselves. Yeah, and so like on the inside of a tumor, it's nothing but necrosis. It's nothing but dead tissue because it's it's uh, developing at such a rate that 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 tissue on the inside can no longer be vascularized. It can no longer be alive. It can no longer get nutrients. And so it, it, it grows to a point that it actually kills itself. And I think that's a core tenet of this movie is that it, it a growth uncontrolled. I think I think one of the aspects of this movie that it could be taken is that uh, Earth was attacked by galactic cancer. Like that yeah. that asteroid was yeah. just yeah. It, it was leukemia. Let's let's circle back to this though because we're so close to the end. Yeah. Sorry. So, <laughs> oh yeah, so no, yeah, after yeah, after we leave that morning, yeah. <laughs> Uh, Natalie Portman uh, and yeah Jennifer Lace, Jason Lee, Doctor Ventress and Lena, um, yeah make their way to well Doctor Ventress leaves before them she and then Natalie the Portman before. makes her way to yeah. the lighthouse. She finds Doctor Ventress. Well, first of the, all, she discovers that oh this fucked me up. Well, when so, she comes across her like yeah her actually like, so yeah so she comes across like a video camera that's like facing a, a, a blown out body that's been like exploded oh and God. so like as she turns it on she like sees it and she's watching it and it's her husband who it turns out like there was like a clone of him created like within this like alien confine and he actually ended up killing himself and her husband is not who came back to her like after after everything and right. i honestly I knew it from the moment I saw I and I saw it when um they were holding hands at the table and they were filming through the, the through the water through the glass. glass. Oh, it yeah. was like refracted backwards and right. I was like that's not him. That's not him. <laughs> I was like <laughs> right yeah no and, and he also gave just this weird Stepford Wives kind of uh performance you yeah know, that, uh, i love oscar isaacs first he's of all. so great he but, is but, but again so oscar isaacs reveals that he killed himself with a grenade um we go down into like the hole that was left by the asteroid and in there is yeah dr ventress dr ventress and she has like conf like she's got the creature she's got whatever the alien presence is inside right. of her and she then it like explodes out of her right in life. she has a full-blown stanley kubrick moment in this movie where it's like a whole bunch of like philosophy exposition kind of situation you know where it's like like she's mumbling some stuff about like the 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 extraterrestrial sentience i guess that came down yeah like, she's like saying you know like it, it yeah it, it's coming to like you know for like annihilation to like you right. know, wipe everything out and like replace it with itself and, right yeah um and yeah, and then she like begins to like just like explode like you know like into, she like from her light. mouth just like light like pouring out of her mouth, and then it starts to like completely like take over her body, and she completely like dissolves and like transforms into like this like amorphous like 
right like blob that's just like a tom york music video like a fractal yes. yeah like a fractalized it's like yeah. a, a skrillex um <laughs> alien cloud <laughs> that um like scored by johnny green <laughs> yeah and- <laughs> but then but that then um kind of sucks in a drop of natalie portman's blood and f- like turns itself into a humanoid form that yeah. is then just mirroring all of her movement, all of her actions. So yeah, when she attacks it, it, it attacks her. It's just, it's absolutely just a mimic of her. Yeah. Until it like turns into her. Right. Yeah. And then, or a homunculus, you know. If, yeah. If yeah. You get... and, and then she <laughs> like through the mirroring thing, puts a grenade into its hand and like run, pulls the pin and runs and the whole thing starts to burn. Like right. the entire. A phosphorus grenade. Yeah, just, phosphorus yeah. grenade. So like the entire structure of the lighthouse and all of the um, trees and branches and everything that are growing out of it, everything is burning at this point. And Natalie Portman escapes from the shimmer. Yeah. Yeah. Because she's back at the interrogation. Yeah, she's yeah. back in the thing. And then we like rejoin where the timeline in the movie is that she's being debriefed. And they return her to... They say that once like the whole thing went up, Oscar Isaac like totally stabilized. And he's like awake and sentient and everything. And they let her go and see him. And it's revealed at the end that they're both like re- replacements. Of yeah, well, I think... So here's, I think that he's a replacement. I think that she is, like, she has just been changed by it, like, to the point where, like, she, To the point where she's having the same physiological... Yeah, like, she's, like, she's, like, pretty much, like, on the inside, like, she's completely different. She's completely different now. But I don't think it was, like, the actual, like, clone of her that, like, No, I think the actual clone of her did, like, burn up or at least something. We don't really know what happened yeah. to it. But, uh, okay, I would buy that. that That's like, what I think is, like, she was just transformed... Like, to the extent where, like, after she came out, like, this is just, like, who she is now. Like, her body is, like, completely, radically changed. Okay, so that's the movie. Now we can start talking about how awesome it is. Right. <laughs> so I want to go back to the end that we just finished. I want to talk about, like, them meeting up again and where it's, like, I like that, that you, you said that because I thought it was, like, the simulacrum or whatever and they did, like, a whole body swap thing or that i didn't catch but i like the fact that it is a og natalie portman that has been changed a little bit and interacting with uh clone oscar isaacs right yeah and that when um oh my god everyone's mics just fell apart uh <laughs> and then when when they like when uh, i think like portman is like are you um are you kane and he goes i don't think so and then uh, he's like, "Are you, are you Lena?" Lena, yeah. and she like kind of smiles, like, and then they hug, like they embrace, and I think that's like, that's kind of like a, they're, it's an acknowledgement that they're okay with the damage that's been done in their relationship, and they're ready to move forward. Well, it's, it's like an acknowledgement that they're okay with the change. Right. Yeah, because I mean, like technically, like that's not the person that she cheated on. No, like, it's so not. It, it is and that, like... that's what I'm saying. But but she's technically not the same person either. I mean, he's more different because yeah. he's a totally different person. But like, I think that's the theme of this story, though. It's like, um, it's kind of like the the um the Celeste and Jesse forever. Kind of like that, where there was this outside force that forced them to change, but it, it, instead of just going with that change and going separate directions, this movie actually closed the circle and they reconnected. Kind of, in a way. In a way, because yeah, because yeah, that's the thing is like you he's can't also, when you're already yeah, changed. he's also yeah, yeah. dead. Like, yeah, he's quite dead. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but I mean, the simicrum is like all of his memories. But yeah, yeah, you know. 
because it's the same reason that like her duplicate like had an affection towards his body yeah because he had had all of her memories and everything as well in it which is just like man i I need to see this movie again i want to read the book i want to read the book (laughs) and and it's it's the first of a trilogy so i guess they got there's two more potential movies coming out for this. I don't know if they're gonna. I don't see Alex Garland doing that though. Yeah, they really I, don't have to. No, and that yeah, that's like doesn't really seem like his style either. Like, he definitely seems like all right. I'm gonna explore this concept like to the ex- gonna, to this extent like yeah. within this movie, and then I don't. Yeah, he doesn't really seem like the type as far as like the movies that he's made so far with like Ex Machina and Sunshine and Sunshine. Yeah. Oh. So- <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Just remember how good the first two thirds is. Wait, Alex Garland didn't do Sunshine. Danny didn't Boyle he? did Sunshine. Yeah, yeah. Danny Boyle did Sunshine. Oh, yeah, no, twenty eight days later. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Oh well, that was a that was a trilogy too, though, wasn't it? Mm, twenty eight weeks. Or twenty eight. It was, was twenty eight days and then twenty eight weeks. It was just two. Oh, movies, just two. Think, okay. Yeah. But, uh, but still, regardless. like this movie could stand on its own. It, it, it doesn't it totally need a could, sequel at all, it, and it should. It should not have a sequel. I'm yeah. not advocating that. Please strip <laughs> me from your lists. Uh, but I wouldn't put it past Hollywood to do something like that. Although this movie got slayed by uh, Black Panther in the box office. Yeah, no fault on its own. It's bad timing. But it's also, I mean, this isn't really the type of movie that you know <clears throat> Joe Popcorn moviegoer is gonna eat up. Yeah, it's yeah. A, it's another arrival. It's, it's, it's an, it's yeah, it's a rival. Like... It's, it's like this is a really heady sci-fi movie, and like that's tough for a, a lot of people to get used to. Yeah, or no. to sit next to. This is so squarely up my alley. It's insane. I love <laughs> this movie a lot. I really do. Um, there's some moments that like made me laugh. Like I mean, it's not infallible or anything. Um, I felt like the movie started really cheesy, like with like the um csny soundtrack and her painting the room and then like her husband coming home and then i'm like oh it's gonna be one of these movies and then bam he's like a weird plant dude and you don't know what the fuck is up <laughs> yeah and then it was like yeah kind of like the because yeah that's the thing is like when you start the movie it's like you pretty much just think he's dead like, yeah there's oh just yeah like, absolutely because well, they don't give you any like context until he like comes back of like or Wait. you don't even get any concept that he could come back. You don't well, yeah, know that exactly. he's missing. Like the movie, like top loads you thinking that, like, no, he's definitely dead. He was killed in action. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, he's and, buried. And that's how, like, when he shows up, like, we're all as surprised as she is within yeah. the movie, where it's like, wait, who's this guy? Wait, what? What? Yeah. What's yeah. happening? Oscar <laughs> hey, Isaacs, what are you doing here? Um, <clears throat> yeah, and uh, I loved like the interaction between her and her paramour at work, where he's like. Yo, you gotta get over this. He's been missing for like a year, and like she's just pulling away. Like, no, fuck you. You know. And well, that's because well, they. That's also the guy she had an affair yeah, with. Yeah, and yeah. So. But you don't know any of this. Yeah, yeah. You well, yeah no. all, all you hear is like, is like he invites her over, and it's like me and my to like hang out with his wife and like have like a barbecue that's weird because he's talking to her like they've been fucking but then he just talked about his wife and that they're throwing something yeah yeah, but that's why the movie is so good is that they like top load you with this and like you're like okay there's something with this relationship and they don't pay it off until so much later it respects you as a moviegoer yes it's (laughs) it's so nice i really appreciate it when they don't just be like 
well, we've been sleeping and your husband's been dead for three years. <laughs> no, no, no. You know? You're glad they didn't Roland Emmerich this? That yeah. they just come in and just like have, yeah. have some like Marine is going to come in and explain everything. I was waiting for Gerard Butler to commute from space oh, and explain everything to me. Um, and he didn't. And thank you. Small favors. It's small favors. Um, the casting in this movie was great. Oh, yeah. Natalie Portman knocked it out of the park. Uh, I thought the core ensemble was really good casting. Yeah, I mean, I would... I think Jennifer Jason Lee, she was making a strong choice, but I found it to be such an aggravating choice that I didn't like the performance. I was kind of like... I was like, I get what she's going for. She's, like, so emotionally detached and everything that she's, like, this kind of really flat, like, no-nonsense person, but she doesn't, like... Even when they're, like, tied up and they're going to be killed, she still, like, is like, yeah, well... We got to go. I'm gonna go get to the lighthouse. Yeah, well, at like, that point I too, I think it also could have been contributed to like her mental deterioration as well, because it that was the be. thing. What she said is like, you know, she's like, I need to go to the lighthouse tonight because they're like, why you can't leave tonight? Like, first of all, we just got like we just dealt with this like you right. know crazy murder bear, well, I, and <laughs> and then she's also like, but memory she says, bear. Yeah, so, and then she says, you know. I, I feel myself changing and I feel like if I, I need to leave now because if I don't go, then the person who like finds this is going to be different than the person I, who started. I, I would have been fine with that if she, she wasn't exactly the same before they even went into the shimmer. Like when she's still <laughs> like before the shimmer is like, you can't see a lawyer. We're going to, yeah. I'm not going to tell you anything about what happened to your husband. Right. Like it's the same delivery like throughout. Yeah. So like she's not really playing the deteriorate uh, the deterioration. I think what she's trying to do is that she's like, I've been observing this so long that it's affecting me, even though I haven't been in it. And so that's why I'm wooden at the get go. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and then like, maybe that's the reason why she had cancer and everything too, you know, is that she's been studying it for three years and like, it's fucking making your gobbledygook in the brain. Um, it doesn't work though. I agree with you. It was, it, it definitely pulled me out. I mean, there's a reason why I kept on comparing her to Futurama's Calculon. <laughs> you know? Well, it also, it kind of reminded me of, again, from the girl with all the gifts, there's like a character who's a doctor and she is like studying like what's causing these zombies to right. be. And at one point, you know, like there's, uh, like she begins deteriorating as she gets infected. And so like, it's kind of like a same like similar track because she's still on this like one track mind of like trying to get this job done like while yeah. her body and like her mind are failing her uh and so like i i saw that like in this which is kind of why i, I maybe it was like didn't irk me as much because i've already kind of like uh -huh. seen that happen and like read through that happening in another book so i liked it and i thought like i can get like why i can get the gripe with her character because yeah, it was pretty flat, but I feel like because of it was an ensemble movie, like yeah, I mean, she, I, I, it didn't bother yeah, me that yeah, much yeah, at all. Yeah, yeah. yeah it, it, and, it and nothing against Jennifer Jason Lee. I mean, she's a really good actor. I just think like that was a choice, and it was one that didn't personally work for me. Yeah, yeah. but no, I agree. Speaking of which, watch Atypical. It's good. Atypical. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> she was she was in some that she was like a detective in the Northwest. I I kind of enjoyed. I I watched a few episodes. Anyways, um, what was I gonna say? I was gonna say something about this cast I, I love the uh, i forget all the characters names all the time whenever yeah, yeah. we watch a movie but the the um physicist like who uh sacrifices turns herself like over to the force and just becomes yeah. a tree was probably tessa one of thompson's my favorite. character yeah, yeah tessa josie, thompson josie was one of my favorite characters yeah by yeah far. i agree um oh yeah that's what i was gonna say i, I love how this movie it's um uh, all women cast and that's not a big deal 
and yeah, the story it's, it's, again it's know? not a thing of like oh look it's all women right like, i think they do say at one point like all women they say no all scientists yeah exactly yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. there was yeah. literally like a one line where yeah natalie portman's like oh it's all women she's like yeah it's all scientists yeah we're just all, we're all of us scientists happen to be the smartest people <laughs> um all right yeah i was worried that it was like well we sent in the military so we're gonna try something new might as well send in all the we estrogen. tried brawn yeah. now we'll try beauty <laughs> <laughs> yeah we're gonna glamour the shit out of this shimmer <laughs> <laughs> um uh oh uh to chalk one up well many up to alex garland's directing ability um again i love how he dishes out the exposition i love how he plays with memory and how people use memory i remember this in ex machina in like the dream sequences with like the main character sleeping and like what he's thinking about what is on his mind like he'll he'll use that he'll use those those times to like introduce like something that like hey audience you should be thinking about this so like hey pay attention to this and they did that with natalie Portman, and like whenever she was sleeping she was thinking about the affair she had you know yeah and it was it wasn't all at once it was like bits and pieces but it was like whenever she was sleeping it was like that was what's on her mind you know yeah it's it's really cool i, I would highly recommend that you go on youtube and look up um a video called um lessons from the screenplay on ex machina because this guy who's like a uh, writing I don't know if he's a writer or if he's a professor or something, but some guy who's like clearly very well studied in writing and like uh. Uh, analysis uh, breaks down Alex Garland's um, Ex Machina on control of information and how important that is in Ex Machina and in that script. Cool. Yeah. Um, I'm going to have to check that out because, man, that is an excellent movie as well. <laughs> yeah. And, and you'll appreciate it even more once you see this guy like break it down and talk about, oh, yeah, here's how he's like deliberately controlling like what you know yeah did we do that movie i feel like we did we, we haven't but we should oh well <laughs> i know what's going on the list <laughs> um oh man i'm kind of running out of notes i definitely am gonna see this movie again oh definitely um, um we'll one again. other thing this is just kind of silly it was like um there's this gorgeous like rainbow colored moss like co covering everything inside the shimmer but when I first saw it, I thought it looked like a moss version of the like, um, like marshmallow goo stuff that they eat in Hook. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's pretty accurate, actually. <laughs> um, I love the just again just some of the uh, like just the uses of like visuals from like uh, um, plants and stuff that they used and like corals and stuff. Uh, again, a lot of like cancer imagery. Uh, a lot, lot of, of like imagery of just cells dividing cells too. dividing yeah. um the fungus like aspects i love like um oh gosh one of the best like visuals in this movie to me is when they go all right so they they spend a night in like the compound that like used to be the former research station of the shimmer right before the shimmer expanded right and so they're like hold up in this place and they come across a video um, of like them cutting open of like the previous expedition cutting open like one of their members and revealing that like his guts are just like a whole bunch of slithering snakes. Yeah, they're moving like, around they're like there are worms around. in there. Yeah, they're like pulling them out and they're like, yeah. <laughs> like one of the more disturbing sequences in the movie. But you still, it's so good. That, like even Dennis can get through this. Yeah. Watch <laughs> the fact that you want to watch this movie again <laughs> with like how anxiety filled it is, just testifies to how good it is exactly. everybody like you should you should definitely get on you this definitely one. check it out um if i can deal with it then you can too um but anyways they like after they see that video um 
uh, they like one of the characters like recognizes where he was shot and goes to the location of like where they filmed it and it was like this pool right this like empty swimming pool and uh gosh it's so cool like they have like and what they come across is like the person that was cut open is like well you can't really tell there's, like his legs are kind his of still there. sitting there there's a chair and then there's just this extreme like fungal cancer growth like spreading across the wall that he's like propped up against. Yeah, and you see like his like skull, like part yeah. of his like skull is like fucking like, like twenty feet upper up, body. Up the wall. Or, yeah, yeah, they're like, they're like t- 12, 20 feet above. It, like, yeah, this movie's also alien. Oh, <laughs> so much alien, so much HR Geiger. Like, yeah, it's oh so HR Geiger. Like, yeah. it's oh. yeah. <laughs> that was another thing that was wrapping through my brain. It was like when, like at the end, when they go into like the cavern and it's like got like these like um, there's like a like kind of like a rib cage like ceiling. I was like. This is H.R. Geiger, like, would love this movie. <laughs> I am building a fungal cage <laughs> with a water feature for would blood. You, would, <laughs> would you like to be replicated in a mirror of yourself as a simulacrum that will take over your life? <laughs> no? Okay. Uh... Apologies to Matt Gorley. Yeah, we <laughs> we are butchering your Gator Geeger impression. Hey, hey man, what do they call imitation? Is the finest form of flattery. Yes, we just love Matt Gorley. Yeah, we're so happy you're listening to. <laughs> yeah, yeah, guys, we love you, Matt. Every yeah. week, yeah, Matt, Matt Gorley never misses. He's, an like, an he's our celebrity listen, <laughs> <laughs> right, Engineer Sam? <laughs> um, yeah, so um, I'm I'm kind of wrapping up on the notes for yeah i think i'm Yon i'm movie. all set as well yeah um do you do you have any box office information on I this one i don't i don't either um, i was i was looking trying to even get a budget on it and i couldn't find anything i think they hold off on that stuff until it's out of theaters yeah um and this one's still kind of in theaters um still like kind of in theaters we saw got it we've got so so far according to Rotten tomatoes box office is twenty thousand six hundred or sorry twenty million twenty i was gonna say twenty thousand there's no way it's twenty thousand (laughs) dollars uh twenty million six hundred uh as of this recording at least so what was the budget uh, it's not showing a budget here. Yeah. Uh, what, what would a you lot? guess? I would guess eighty to a hundred. Like eighty. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of special effects going on in this yeah. movie, and it's uh, not done poorly. Production budget saying forty, right? I'm looking. Oh, because box office mojo. Production budget forty million. So far, domestic total gross, according to this, is actually thirty-two, almost thirty-three million. So maybe this has been updated. I would think this would probably be Box Office right, Mojo is probably closer to what's right than Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. Cool. Or at least what's the most updated. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Cool. This has been let's look that up for you. Yeah. Let's let's look that up for you. I think it's kinda of, I mean, I I kinda of get it. It's sort of still kinda of disappointing that this movie like Yeah, I mean well. I, I understand though. When it came like, out and what it was up against. Yeah. Yeah. And again that it's like 
a movie that's this it's hard sci-fi th- yeah hard, hard sci-fi is a tough sell a hard for, sci-fi is a tough for sell your average person every genre tv yeah. movie book yeah. it just does not do because well. i mean black panther is still in theaters like insane. <laughs> i went to when i went to go see infinity war like it was still they still were having showings oh at God, Alamo, it's like so. changing how movies <laughs> um i will say this about uh the story it's based off the book by the same title annihilation by jeff vandermeer who is a prolific science fiction horror writer. Um, This book is the first of a trilogy, uh, which is followed by Authority, and then I forget the last book. But um, yeah, came out in 2014, 208 pages. Um, Something I'm going to totally check out. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I think that wraps us up, right? I think so. Cool. Well, thanks for listening. That was fun. That was a good movie. Um, on to any uh, recommendations, guys. <laughs> Infinity War. If Infinity you still haven't War. seen it, like by the time this comes out, like what even the fuck are what you, are you doing? doing? Like, yeah, and that goes for you too, especially. <laughs> 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 Looking at you two right here across the table from me. Um, but yeah, no, like I would, I just try and say it before spoilers start dropping because I, know, I, I got people are gonna start being yeah, dicks like because I mean not even being dicks just because it's like the world that we live in right now it's yeah, like yeah, it's, some, it's yeah. like if you care about spoilers like you should probably just see the movie within the first week of it coming out otherwise like good luck yeah, yeah. <laughs> otherwise just like you might want to like mute everything just don't go on life. social media yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know because um, shit just gets memed instantly is really my biggest problem yeah and um, I've already seen some stuff where I'm like, I I can like you probably wouldn't get it if you didn't have context, right. but like I'm like, <laughs> that's gonna spoil something for somebody. <laughs> what you got, Colin? I'm gonna recommend the uh, DLC package for Arkham Knight. Oh yeah, Ooh. yeah, it's it's really good, and like it's just a few extra storyline things. You do a Mad Hatter quest, you do a Mister Freeze thing, you do. Um, uh, Ra's al Ghul thing. Oh, Are there cool. like but, ten thousand more Riddler trophies to go with it. Oh god! <laughs> uh, thank God, no. I, I still am not getting all those Riddler trophies. I, I, like, it, I'm gonna, I have to call it somewhere, and I'm not getting all those Riddler trophies. Um, but the Mister Freeze story is so goddamn good. I, I legit cried from this video game. When it ended the Mr. Freeze thing, because huh. it's, it's that good. Huh. Check yeah. it out. Yeah. That Definitely video game do. just slays it on the uh, the story production. It you know? really does. It's really unrivaled. I, I think, like, maybe, um, uh, who am I thinking of? Hideo Kojima? Uh, oh, yeah. You know, like, um, or, you know, like, a Metal Gear Solid yeah. is excellent storytelling as well. I mean, that's really more of a movie than video game. I mean, apparently, uh, the new God of War is, like... Yeah, phenomenal story, which yeah. I really want to get. How'd you feel about Witcher Three? Uh, I loved Witcher Three. Yeah, like I loved like every aspect of that game. Good story. It was really fun. Yeah, yeah. it was. Yeah, the story was interesting. Like it was one of those games where like I'd play it, like where I was playing through, and then it like flows so like nicely, like as far as like side quests and all of that. Like by the time I like got to the end of this main storyline, I was like, oh. Oh shit! <laughs> I saw like the credits rolling. And I was like, oh, oh shit! Like, oh, okay. I just beat the game. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> That's fun. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and I'm just appreciating that in more video games, you know, because story just goes to the side uh, for gameplay, which you know, obviously for reasons you know you're not, but you're not playing the story for 40 hours. You're playing gameplay. You know? Yeah. And so. That's where they put most of it, and um, it's nice to see that more video games are putting a lot of effort into story, and because uh, it, it it is art, it's some of the best art, and I think it has some of the better potential out there, you know. 
Um, so yeah, I'm excited to see what's in the pipe. I feel like we're in the golden age of video games right now, and it's, uh, I mean, it's insane. It really yeah, is. There's, there's a lot of good stuff. Freaking really good games everywhere. Um, I'm actually going to double down. I feel like I already recommended this, but I'm going to recommend uh, Far Cry 5 um, again, or for the first time. Um, <laughs> I've just been getting into it, and it's great if you played a Far Cry game. It plays like just like all the other Far Cry games, or your open world, first person shooter, you're taking over bases, you're you're changing the way the land is ran and it's great it's um it's you know kind of okay story but really cool how it's told you know it's um uh uh i feel like it's really hard to tell a story for a first person game you know because you're just the camera you know yeah you are you it's not like third person and so uh they do a really good job um are as good as they can i feel um, so that's my recommendation um, as well as just going to the park and flying a kite the weather is nice um, <laughs> yeah it's been gorgeous the last yeah. like several days yeah it's been really good um, so yeah I guess that wraps us up for uh, our recommendations this week uh, do you guys know what movie we're doing next uh, whose pick is it week I know uh, we have wild in the pipe um, yeah we have wild sister Rita wants to do that uh, <clears throat> wasn't there one that you had Rikio. 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 Let's do that because we've been talking about that one for a while. All right. So yeah. let's do Rikio next, um, which I'm excited for. Um, pay attention for uh, Wild as well as um, I feel like we're going to do Ex Machina around the corner. Um, anything else? You got one, Colin? Um, Steph wants to come on for Clueless. Oh, Ooh. yeah. I am so down for Clueless. Yeah. Oh man, I you know what? I'll double down with Clueless with um, Empire Records. That would be my Oh yeah. That'll be that'll be my 90s uh match uh to Clueless. Um cool. Well, um if you listener have a recommendation for us, you can get that to us on the Twitter. Twitter is a website where you can tweet things at people and you can tweet us things at us at <laughs> IWI. You just love how much that me. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And you can tweet at us individually. I am at the D Bucks. I'm at Catharticus. I'm at Cullen Munch. And you can find all of our episodes on any podcast catching app like the one you're listening to right now. Specifically, iTunes or Stitcher. And if you find a rate and review button, click it. Rate us. Review us. It helps us grow our tiny little audience. Our do-it-yourself podcast. Help me buy a thesaurus so I can describe my co-host better. Um, what else? We got a Facebook page, facebook.com, forward slash groups, forward slash I-W-Y-T-W-T, where we have lots of fun discussions about movies. Join us. Cool. Anything else? I think we're set. Bye. Bye. Out. Oh, watch this movie. I want you to watch. Come on and watch with me. I want you to watch, I just watch this, watch this movie with me. I said I want you to watch, watch this, watch the fucking movie.